0: F.O.N.I.P. Pubs Castillo with Bridge Radio. So, Steve Vider, are you living the dream with your job? I, uh,
1: sort of. Well, you know, it's been a bit of a dream the last 35 years because, you know, not only motorsport but but all the other bits and pieces that uh, I was lucky enough to have come my way at the BBC. But motorsport has always had a special place and, uh, yeah, not quite so involved in, in the live element as I was uh, in the last 10 years. But uh, I don't mind that at all because I'm now out there for Sky just sitting down with all the old. Yes grand prix champions and all the yes. all the great names of the sport in the last 40 years and having a wonderful time so living
0: the dream in that respect i've actually been lucky enough to uh, catch up with all those on um, catch up over christmas of all your interviews with your f1 legend series i mean who's been your favorite so far how do you think have you really got into like the, the meat of some issues and thought oh i have got a new perspective on something
1: well i mean they're, all, they're they're all um satisfying in their own different way because they're all very different characters mario andretti was always my my hero when I first came into working in, in in Formula One, so to sit down with him for for a day at his home in in Pennsylvania was fantastic. So Jack Brabham uh, was 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 a privilege to have a couple of hours of his time. Yeah. Um, but probably you know there are a couple where you think, oh wow, you know this is more than I ever got when uh, yeah. when we were working together, uh, and I would put Alan Prost in that category because. Uh, he was a hard man to pin down but we eventually sat him down for two hours um, and he unloaded on so many different topics we've only sort of scratched the surface on Sky with with what we've put out so far Uh, but but the stuff he gave us on the relationship with Senna in particular, that goes out in a special programme uh, later this
0: year. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, they've all been. Um, uh, I honestly thought the uh, Max Mosey one was most uh, sort of, <laughs> of enlightening. Was it interesting to meet him without sort of a couple of years past his sort of political career and a, sort of, he's not as much game playing as he was? And it's actually opening up to you. Did you feel that?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, he, he is still. Um, very much the lawyer and he's very much the debater yeah uh but what i enjoyed about that uh, more than anything else was uh was the humor uh and the fact that uh, and you all sort of had your suspicions that underlying everything that had happened over the last 20 years in the politics of formula one and his relationship with bernie uh that you had your suspicions that he would just go home at night and and and, and laugh out loud <laughs> at, at everything that was going on, yeah. uh, and so it proved. And um, you know, every sort of reflection on his involvement with the FIA and, 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 and the way the sport established itself on a new commercial level. You yeah. um, got the feeling that, that he thought it was all quite
0: hilarious, really. And, and in a way, it is. I think, yeah, it's a shame that uh, he wasn't in such a, a high-profile position because he couldn't be personality because he probably was quite a funny person, I've noticed. Some of the lines he said around his court case and after that, I actually thought he's actually quite funny.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, and you see a lot of that in Bernie as well. Yes. Yeah, they're,
0: they're, they're going for a revolving door thing. Do you reckon he was like, oh, I'm playing a little joke, I'm, I'm a dodgy old man, don't they? Yeah, well, a exactly. little twinkle in his eye, do you reckon? Yeah, no, he told, uh, well, if you've seen the programme,
1: you'll know he told some stories about working with Bernie, which were, uh, like uh, you know, that
0: revolving door, yeah. uh, absolutely uh, yeah. similar to that kind of thing yeah. 25, 30 years ago. Yeah. So yeah. it's a... And uh, of course, you're presenting British Touring customer. is that your absolute favourite championship at the minute?
1: Well, it is. I've got a, uh, a particular enthusiasm and a sort of loyalty for it as well, because we helped um, uh, establish it on on the BBC in 1988, and it's and it's Touchwood had a pretty secure mm. television home ever since, be it from uh, BBC in the early years or, or or the big commitment from ITV now, and it's responded by probably being at its most at its strongest and most optimistic yep. uh, that it has been for many years as we come into the new season
0: Fallow periods and strong periods the racing's still fantastic though
1: Yeah and it will always have those sort of ups and downs because uh, it is a sport and it's a highly competitive sport with some highly competitive characters but it's, a, it's also a commercial exercise like like the whole of motorsport is and, and, and people invest in the British Touring Car Championship for marketing reasons when they have been Satisfied, they move on, and the sport uh, takes a dip, and then moves up again. But we're on and up, and it's strong, and
0: it's uh, uh, and it's great telly as well. Okay, very last thing then. I have to ask you the controversial question at the end. But are you one of these people that thinks? Modern Formula One, this things wrong and needs to be fixed, or you sort of we should just appreciate it for what it is and stop moaning about it. I think,
1: well, you sort of answered the question a wee bit there. I'm 63 years old, so I'm an old fogey, uh, and I was lucky enough to see some uh, some great drivers in their prime, yeah uh, and it was at a time, and I wouldn't say that any of those were any better than what we see today. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Um, uh, Adrian Newey has a different kind of talent to Colin Chapman but, uh, but Chapman was the Newey of his day yeah. uh, so for that reason um, I'm not one of those that uh, uh, say oh modern Formula 1 is not as good what I would say is that it needs to be more approachable yes. it, it needs to be a little bit more human it just needs to loosen up a little bit mm. uh, and we've been talking about it up on the stage there that Sebastian Vettel came up on the stage at the of Sport Awards free of all the sort of sponsor responsibilities and the people with stopwatches standing behind him uh, uh, and was himself for 20 minutes and brought the house down uh, if, that, if that could permeate
0: a little bit more into the fabric of Formula 1 that wouldn't be a bad thing yes. less lawyers behind the interviews and more personalities so Steve, broadcasting legend thank you very much thank you, thank you. you. cheers thank you Okay. So thank you, there, really. cheers that was Steve Ryder there for the F1 Pubs Radio what a great guy